Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. You're on 101.9 High FM. I'm Kathy Kayla, and uh, this is The Morning Mayhem on 101.9 High FM. I'm standing in for Howard Feldman. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please do. 34519 is the text line, or 061-895-1019. Uh, right now, I am joined by the wonderful Jonathan Feldstein. He's from... Uh, he speaks to us from Israel on a regular basis and just getting an update. Jonathan, how are you? Uh, until a week ago, I was no worse than anyone else here in Israel. Um, since the last week, I'm a little bit worse because my son has been in Gaza and we've not heard from him. Um, but we could be worse, so I'm grateful for what we've got. Yeah, it's it's interesting that, is that there are times where you want to hear and there are times where you don't want to hear. I think, and maybe in this case, be, no I news wanna, is... I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to be there with him. I want to be in Gaza fighting with him and defending him and protecting him. And I don't have that privilege. And as a parent, that's just hard, not knowing where your child is. Yeah. Especially when he's in war. Yeah. So how do you cope with that? Uh, well, I'm not getting a lot of sleep. Yes. Uh, we cope. We cope by plugging along and doing the things that we do. And I suppose because I... I've adopted the slogan since the beginning of the war that my words are my weapon. I have done scores of interviews like this all over the world. I've participated in prayer events with Christian friends and briefings, and I've written dozens of articles, and I'm just sharing and trying to do my part. Um, but honestly, when I have a few moments of downtime like this where I actually have to contemplate and consider my feelings... Um, Oh, it's not easy. I, I, we are coping, and everyone copes at their level, but it's not easy. No, it's not. It's uh, dealing with trauma, is a, and there is a trauma. It's a very real trauma. Jonathan, I'm going to ask you if we can just kind of move on to what we were going to be talking about. Yeah. Is with uh, with these university, these Ivy League university presidents. What amazes me and what, what I can't get my head around is why there is pressure for them to resign. Resignation is a privilege. They should be fired and it should be on their records for always. What's um, your I thought think on that's it? actually a very good, I think that's a very good point. Um, I, I re- you, you, you and I both, both sometimes write and post some edgy things in our social media, I've actually written an article that's so edgy that I'm requiring lawyers to review it to make sure I don't get in trouble by by promoting it. But but I've actually called for them to be fired, and I've said that they should never have a job interviewing, uh, working with people more than being a toll booth coll- uh, uh, collector, which I don't know about in South Africa, but in the U.S. really don't exist anymore because everything's automated. Um, but they should be fired. They should be. They should have that permanent red mark on their foreheads, on their uh, on their clothing. They are abysmal. And, and the news to, that I read this morning already is that hundreds of Harvard professor, uh, professors are backing the, the, the despicable president of Harvard University. I, I again, really don't understand that. Again, they should be fired. You know, Agreed. You know what amazes me is that, and we've seen it over the past few years, and sometimes it's been in the context of... Um, you know, um, gender identity um, issues where you have a nursery school teacher, right? And she's very, very proud to how she has got young three and four year olds 
to change their pronouns to them and they. These are completely straight children. Um, it, it's it's an anathema to me that we do not screen people who in whom we trust. We put the trust to raise our children, and that includes university right. professors. Well, we do. Then the university, and, and this is where the boards of the universities are complicit. We do screen. Uh, we, they screen, and they screen in their own image. You know, in the beginning of Genesis, uh, the, a loose translation, uh, God says, "Let's create man in our own image." Um, that's exactly what they've done. These uh, these these universities have become so woke and I and I don't say liberal because liberal is not necessarily a bad thing. Yes. But they become so woke, so bending over backwards as contortionists to try to be quote unquote inclusive, whereas they've got become by by becoming inclusive they they, they become exclusive. To whom? To Jews. And and somehow that's okay. And their answer to their to the questions in the congressional testimony was essentially no it doesn't violate our policy on, on harassment it depends on the context to, to call for genocide really i mean it, it, it's shocking it's shocking whether a genocide is taking place in among tribes in africa or armenians or among jews and and the the gist of my very provocative un, yet unpublished article is what if you or I or somebody were to physically stand in front of the presidents of these universities and threaten them. Would that be harassment? Of course it would be. And we'd be arrested and we'd be and we'd be tried and we'd be sent sent to prison or or or, or, or uh, fined or both. And it should be because it's threatening, because it's harassment, because free speech has its limitations and calls for genocide are unacceptable making life un, un, unbearable for Jewish students. And if we were to take out the word Jewish and add Asian or black or anything else, that would miraculously somehow be problematic, but not against Jews. Yeah. it's um, So how, how do we push for teachers, people who, from nursery school through to university, who we empower to teach our children how do we push for there to be greater vetting processes at universities that's, a, that's an that's an excellent question Kathy it probably first starts with this what, what are the standards what are, what are the qualifications to be a Harvard University president or faculty member or kindergarten teacher and though and those standards need to be cultivated by the public not by and, and look if Har this is what Harvard University wants to be let them be that and, and let everyone who doesn't uh, agree with that it's a private institution but take away their federal uh, funding take away their any nonprofit status I did write an article with a colleague of mine recently calling upon American Jews specifically to stop funding any universities because that doesn't increase our legacy that's not increasing Jewish values, and that's what our priorities must be, and that's one of the realities of, of this war and the situation that we're in. Um, but we can't control the private institutions. We can control where we send our children, 
we can make it clear that we won't pay for it. And if you're sending your child, your grandchild to a kindergarten or an elementary school, then parents need and grandparents need to be aware of who, what are the qualifications and who's being hired and, and that any moment anyone violates basic human principles of, of genocide, of, of supporting genocide or, or anything of that sort, they are no longer qualified and they don't get a pension and they can go to jail. That's what I would do. And I'm sure I know you well enough that the, none of these are things that are stretching the limits, but we have to have these standards and we have to uphold the standards. And, 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 and anyone who's in the responsibility of upholding the standards must be held accountable as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, when you talk about withdrawing funding from universities, whether it's, you know, whether it's the University of the Witwatersrand here in Johannesburg, whether it is, you know, UC, UCT, whether it's Harvard, it feels like calling for Jews to withdraw funding of, to educational institutions, it feels like that horse is bolted. It's too late. That toxic uh-huh. ideology is already there. So it's an interesting point, and yes, you're right. And one of the things that I think probably caused the president Penn to resign is that somebody with, threatened to withdraw a $100 million donation that he had already made. Now, I don't know how one does that legally. I've been a nonprofit for more than 30 years, but I love that. I think that's very bold, very aggressive, and to sue the universities. For, if, if it were up to me, I, I have a, a friend who's a, a law student at Harvard. If it were up to me, I would be bringing lawsuits against Harvard for violation of, uh, for violation of the principles of, of keeping Jewish students safe. And I would have done that even before the, 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 their horrific testimony. Yeah, it's very interesting when you try to, when you, when you bend over backwards, you, and you, you spoke about this earlier, to be woke and to be inclusive. Um, to the extent that you don't, you opt for e- inclusivity as opposed to excellence, right? When somebody gets the position because they are a pink haired, I don't know, <laughs> whatever, right? <laughs> a pink haired alien, right? You want to be inclusive. It doesn't mean that that's the best person for the job. And I think that that is, part of the world that we're living in at the moment, Jonathan, is that it's not a meritocracy, which is why you have people who are having this, um, what's called imposter syndrome. Have you heard of imposter yes. syndrome? It's, it's, yes. it's where people feel that they haven't really earned what they've done, and, and nine times out of ten they haven't. You know, when, you, when your kid goes to school and everybody gets a certificate, well, it undermines the, people who re- the kids who really did try very, very hard or had worked extra hard. In those things, because everybody gets a certificate. I know it's controversial, but I just think that that is those are the things that build character. And well, I, and it's not a time not to be controversial. We have to be controversial. We have to be aggressive. We have to fight back. We have to defend ourselves. And and let these universities. And I don't mean this literally. I don't want anyone to think that I'm threatening arson. But let these universities scorch themselves and burn themselves down, if that's what they become. And that's a shame. And that's a terrible shame. Yeah, it does feel like that. Jonathan Feldstein, I wish you all the best, and thank you for the chat. Thank you. Kat. I really enjoy speaking you. to you. And may you may you hear from your son soon, and may he be home soon. 
God bless. God willing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye now. That is Jonathan Feldstein, the founder of Genesis 123 Foundation.